On March 16, 2000, two sheriff's deputies were shot in Atlanta. Jamil Alamine, a Muslim leader and former black power activist, was convicted. But the evidence was shaky, and the whole truth didn't come out during the trial. My name is Mosi Secret, and when I started investigating this case in my hometown, I uncovered a dark truth about America. From Tinderfoot TV, Campside Media, and iHeart Podcasts, Radical is available now. Listen to the new podcast, Radical, for free on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Action Park Media. 27 years ago when Tupac Shakur was shot multiple times right near the Las Vegas Strip. He died a week later. No arrest has ever been made, but that could soon change. Las Vegas Metro Police confirming today they served a search warrant Monday at a home in nearby Henderson, Nevada. That's just about 20 miles outside of Las Vegas. It's unclear what they were looking for, though, or what they got. A police department spokesperson said little information could be released because this is an open investigation. So obviously this search warrant yesterday has become national news because it's arguably the only thing that has gone on by the Las Vegas Police Department in what 20 some odd years. Yeah, yeah, there's been there's been little to no movement at all um, since 2009. Uh, I, I would make that argument. That was the last time that they interviewed Dwayne Keith. Keith Davis, or Keithy D, as he's known, at the behest of the LAPD, um, there's just not been a lot of movement uh, in his in his case uh, at all. So, in the various press, you know, for lack of a better word, press releases, etc., what is the early information that has come out? And what are people talking about? And obviously, if you follow this case, you know KCD, et cetera, et cetera. But why? Why now? Why go? Why go into his house now? What? What could they possibly be looking at? Well, let's uh, <clears throat> let's look at what um, what we know, or what we at least we think we know about it at this point. Um, about ten o'clock. Uh, night before last, which would have been the 17th of July, there was a search warrant that was served on a house. Uh, we believe that the house was uh, located on a street called Maple Shade Street in Henderson, Nevada. Um, the police gave a very vague description of where <clears throat> that house is. Um, they had cited it as, as the closest off-ramp to the local interstate there, Interstate 11. And when they um, they put that out there, and it wasn't wasn't difficult to uh, ascertain that an associate of Keith Davis is on Maple Shade. That's about maybe not even four blocks, I think, from that intersection. So um, it's a pretty pretty. It's a again, it's a guess, but it's a pretty pretty educated guess to say that that was probably the location that the search warrant was served. Apparently, ABC News was on the scene when it happened or at least got information from them saying that the scene was loud there were police using bullhorns and bright lights and all that so this was not a what we would call a snatch and grab search warrant um there this was clearly um oh, i don't want to say it was a showpiece but you know there's a couple of different ways you can serve a search warrant and this particular one that was done was definitely loud, bright lights, made a big splash about it. 
interestingly, they say they served the search warrant about 10 o'clock, and yet somehow they had already put a press release out about the search warrant being served at 9.26 p.m. or shortly thereafter, right around that time. Um, they say that they were after laptops, um, hard drives, and photos uh, in the investigation. That's what that's what the uh, the, the news is, is printing. We've had a lot of time over the last 24 hours or so to really comb through many of the news articles, and there only really seems to be one source, ABC News, that was actually there at the time or claims to have inside information about uh, what was happening when it was happening. Everybody else is just fed off of it, and we look, it looks like most of the reporting that was done on it, you know, the Internet, one copies, another copies, another copies, another these days. Um, you know, most of that didn't take off until yesterday about maybe 11 o'clock in the morning or noon, which would have been almost 12 hours after that search warrant was served. So, um, you know, slow clap for the media getting right on it. But uh, um, that's, that's kind of what we know so far. PCD sort of goes on various outlets, whether it be DJ Vlad, whether it be Bomb First, whether it be any of these online outfits, to continue to keep his name out there. He's written a book. What is Keefe D's, and, and I, I don't think we need to go, like, too deep into this, but what is his story about the murder of Tupac, and why is he important, and why would the – let's just start there, I, I, because – this stuff is so old, and, and it gets yep. brought up and not brought up. I think people, yep. honestly, and I'm saying for myself, they lose track of what the <laughs> fuck is going on here. So to do. what is, yeah, it, what to is do. this story that he goes and tells on these outlets? And do you think, like, the Vegas PD maybe got fucking angry at a certain point and is like, this guy's just going on and talking about a murder that's unsolved. Why don't we just go into his house and get a bunch of shit and see what we find? Or so, just start there in in a very simple well, way. Sure. Well, I, you have to go back to 1996, and right after the shooting happened, there there was a rush to get information out to the public. I won't necessarily say by who, but let's just call it information. Today might be called disinformation. There was information that was put out that the shooting was carried out by cat by the name of Orlando Anderson. And Orlando Anderson um, was, a, was a cat that was beat up earlier that evening by Tupac and Suge Knight at the MGM Grand, the night that he was shot, maybe not even probably four or five hours prior to the shooting. This cat was beat up. And the word on the street immediately was, well, Tupac got shot because of that beating. It was payback. It was kind of a gang vengeance type of narrative. So that was, and they blamed the, the shooting on Orlando Anderson, who is now dead. He's been dead for a long time. Um, Keith Davis is Orlando Anderson's uncle, family member uncle, who has made a somewhat of a cottage industry and a career off of walking this weird fine line by saying that he was actually present when the shooting happened. He blames his dead nephew for the shooting, actually being the physical shooter, but places himself in the vehicle as a witness to the actual shooting. Now, first, let's just let, let me ask you a question. Yep. And in doing that, does that 
does that alleviate the ability to actually charge him with, say, conspiracy to murder or accessory to murder or, like, by him admitting he's in the car and Orlando Anderson is the shooter, does that open himself up to criminal prosecution at all? Well, I'm not an attorney, so I can't I can't tell you with a level of you know certainty. I I mean I can speculate based on uh, attorneys I've talked to, uh, uh, you know, cops I've talked to, uh, and Nevada certainly has its own rules and its own laws regarding how a prosecutor might charge somebody. Uh, I did notice today that there is a grand jury that's been reconvened or or is going to be reactivated. Uh, in this, and the evidence is going to be presented that they collected at the search warrant will be presented to a grand jury. Um, I, from everything that I've heard, it's very difficult to establish a conspiracy to commit a crime when you haven't established that the crime has actually been committed. So, what's the the, the that's the the long way of saying, if they can't prove that Orlando Anderson was actually the shooter, it's kind of hard to convict anybody else for assisting him unless they can mm-hmm. prove of course obviously that he was in the car uh and and that they you know that they were um you know related i mean it's it's, it's kind of like if you don't if you don't have a crime you don't have you know no victim no crime if you don't have a um a person that actually committed the murder then his story kind of goes up in flames because if it was john doe down the street that actually did the shooting everything that keith davis said is 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 bullshit anyway so I, I think it's hard it's hard to do that now. Uh, could you could could you maybe charge him with obstruction? Maybe you could charge him with um, I don't know withholding evidence. I, I don't know. Again, that's that's another kind of obstruction charge. But the the thing that everybody has to understand is that in 2009, retired LAPD officer Greg Kading presented Pete Davis to the Vegas police, and he was interviewed by the Vegas police. And this was right around the time that he wrote a book. He put pictures in a book and wrote a book about it and gave details on what his version of the events were. So I just don't – I don't see, again, from my layman's seat in cheap bleachers, uh, I don't see how he could be charged with anything other than something regarding the investigation itself. Uh, because if you don't, if you can't prove that Orlando Anderson was the one who pulled the trigger, like having fingerprints on the gun or something like that, then who cooperated with Orlando Anderson really just doesn't doesn't add anything to the equation. Make sense? That does make sense. And and I wanna I wanna unpack one thing you said there, um, which I did not read anywhere, and so I'm curious in saying this what what this means. So currently in Las Vegas, there is a grand jury being convened to hear information to charge something, I would assume. No? Yeah, the um, ABC ABC is saying, or this is being reported, ABC News is reporting that um, the evidence collected will now be presented to a Las Vegas grand jury. Now, Grand juries, just so you understand the, the, how the grand juries are, work, usually grand juries are put together at the beginning of a case. When they, when a prosecutor is first developing a case, they convene a grand jury. I can't imagine a grand jury that's been around for 30 years. I mean, that would be 
Yeah, that's crazy. Um, early on, and I, I don't have the data in front of me, we can certainly find out, but early on in the investigation, there was a grand jury that was convened uh, regarding this case. And so we're not, we're not sure if they're actually going to try to bring back the same grand jury, which would be kind of weird, uh, or reconvene a new collection of people to go over this new evidence or whatever evidence they collect. They may not have gotten anything, you know, who knows. But the, the intent is to present this to a grand jury. So I think it's interesting that, that a grand jury has been impaneled, allegedly, according to the reporting that I'm reading, um, because it's clearly a move by the prosecutor to avoid any kind of defense or any kind of exculpatory evidence. You know, they, they do that when they basically want to slam dunk where they can just bring somebody in. Um, that's, you know, that's happening with uh, Trump right now. That's happening with a lot of public figures. Uh, where instead of prosecutors going to just file charges, which can be rebutted and answered, before charges are, are criminally pressed, they go to a grand jury and get that grand jury indictment. Um, that's, again, like I said, that's a tool of the prosecution. Um, I Personally, I just don't understand it, Don, because the, the guy wrote a book. He had pictures in his book of why they're going to get a search warrant for more pictures, they certainly have enough to establish his relationship with Orlando Anderson. And I, I doubt very highly that any of them were taking pictures inside the white Cadillac or inside the, you know, at the shooting, nobody was taking home videos. It wasn't, cell phones weren't that advanced back then. You could take some level of video, I think, with a cell phone, but I actually don't think it was that that kind of a cell phone. This is 1996 we're talking about. So home movies and pictures and things like that weren't as easy to do and so what they're looking for in this you know is 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 really beyond me other than maybe they're just looking for more information to prove that he was a relative of orlando anderson it's baffling it's baffling don immerse yourself in the fascinating tale of song of solomon by the legendary pulitzer prize winning author tony morrison a mesmerizing coming-of-age masterpiece that has captivated readers around the world. Follow the protagonist, Milkman Dead, who was born shortly after a neighborhood eccentric hurled himself off a roof in a vain attempt at flight. For the rest of his life, Milkman too will be trying to fly. As Morrison follows Milkman on a quest to uncover his roots and himself in his Rust Belt hometown, to the place of his family's origins, she introduces an entire cast of strivers and seeresses, liars, and assassins, the inhabitants of a fully realized black world. As the New Yorker put it, Morrison moves easily in and out of the lives and thoughts of her characters, luxuriating in the diversity of circumstances and personality. Whether you're a seasoned reader or new to Toni Morrison, Song of Solomon is a must-read that will ignite your imagination and leave you wanting to read more Morrison. Song of Solomon, a timeless tale that will stay with you long after you've turned its final page. Available now at TonyMorrison.com and wherever books are sold. All right, so life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should Payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app 
that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to 100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So maybe you need to get your kids something special or you and the wife need a scintillating night out every once in a while at least. So download Earn In Today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in the dossier under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com forward slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Well, and that gets to my, to my next question. This is a case that you have spent years of your life looking into, and I would say probably knows more than anyone outside of the Vegas Police Department, in understanding that the police are going into Keefe D's house, um, you first have to believe that the theory, the Orlando Anderson theory, that Orlando Anderson shot and killed Tupac, and secondarily to that, Keefe D's story was he's in the car, right? That he's in the back seat mm-hmm. of the car, correct? Right. Yep. He has said this publicly um, mm-hmm. in interviews. Mm-hmm. To to your point, he has said this since what? 2009? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's now, you know, I'm not good at math. Third, yeah, it's like 15 years later. Years it's like, later. Yeah. 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 And it's like, okay, let's go into his house now. Now, the next thought process, and I'm curious, is when people do search warrants, they got to write search warrants to go to a judge, and they don't necessarily just kind of do search warrants in a in a bubble, right? They're going after someone or somebody and they're taking the time to write the search warrant and police don't, for the most part, like writing. So this is work for them. There has to be an end game here. So is that end game the, the idea that they will finally, you know, and I think we talked about this funny enough a few weeks ago is, hey, if I'm the Vegas PD and I want to make this go away, maybe I charge Keefe D with something, but I say Orlando Anderson killed Tupac. He's dead. Thanks for playing. We're moving on and leave it at that. But I ask you, do you believe the Orlando Anderson killed Tupac theory and that Keefe D was in the white Cadillac when it happened? Well, I think that there's a, there's, there's a couple of, well, that was, that was a, that was a, a packed question. Um, 
the I think that the um, a couple of things I think there's a couple of exculpatory pieces of information that need to get out of the way first for the Orlando Anderson thing that happened. Um, even back when this shooting first happened, back back in the day when the shooting first happened, Vibe magazine actually did a a beautiful story, a write up about the actual shooting events, and they asked the question. Physically, did Orlando Anderson have time to get to the scene of the crime to commit the crime, given what we know about the circumstances surrounding Vegas at that time? And they did uh, basically, Don, a minute-by-minute outline of speaking with them, they were interviewing valets, they were interviewing traffic people, traffic cops, they were interviewing a bunch of people to try to get a real understanding of how long it would take, based on the Orlando Anderson narrative, for Orlando Anderson to leave the MGM Grand Hotel after he got beat up and get to the scene of the crime. In Vibe Magazine, the long, long short of it, the Vibe Magazine article basically came up with the conclusion that Orlando Anderson would have been a half hour late to his own shooting just because of the physical limitations of Vegas at that time. I mean, this was a fight night. It was crowded. The streets were congested. Valet, if you had your car parked in a valet, it would take, you know, 25 minutes to get your car. Uh, You know, there's travel time to get from place to place. Uh, So they they interviewed everybody, did that, and they came up with the conclusion that Orlando Edison couldn't have, actually couldn't have made made the appointment. He couldn't have been there to be the shooter. So I think that there's there's a few exculpatory things. I think there's also a question of whether or not Orlando Anderson was actually at the hospital the night of the shooting, uh, when we don't know, but the fact remains that he may have been at the hospital. So I think that that needs to be determined one way or another. Now, could Vegas police have done all that? Yeah, they, they might have waited to do that. They may have figured out a timeline that works for them. And, 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 as, and we did talk about this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I've been saying for years, every September, Vegas PD gets hounded by everybody on the planet, journalists, um, new, you know, news stations, fans, both pro and against Vegas PD. Uh, and, and they get badgered with questions regarding the unsolved killing of Tupac Shakur every September. It's just like it's like the Christmas story. It just happens every year. They get bombarded and they get told they're not doing their jobs and they're not, you know, working the investigation and why haven't you found anybody yet, et cetera. And I think that I've said for a long time, I I think the Vegas, it's just human nature. You don't need that rock in your shoe. You don't need to be hit with that every year. And it's kind of like you you just want to crawl into a hole and say, okay, here comes September 13th. You know, we're going to get badgered again that week by news media, especially if it's a slow news week. We're going to get badgered by these people asking about what we're doing with the investigation. We can't talk about it, but so it makes us look like the bad guys. So I can't not think that that there's not an element of that in this search warrant that they, you know, obviously need to produce some yield of some activity. So they put it out there and it's now the 18th or 19th of July. I'm guessing that the, the goal here is to try to get an indictment against somebody um by september because that if you think about what do we got two months and i don't think the timing of this was random if you look at the shooting was september 3rd i mean the shooting was september 7th 
the death was September 13th, which made it a homicide. You have a search warrant being issued almost exactly 60 days prior to that anniversary. Okay. Then you have the fact that you've got a press release made. Again, like I said, they said they served the search warrant at 10, a, at 10 p.m. approximately. Yet, if you look at the press release that was sent out by the Vegas police, which I, in and of itself is really unusual, I, it's it's rare, Don. I don't know if you can think of many times when a – I mean, it may happen during certain high-profile things, but I just don't know that when you do a search warrant for information, you're trying to be somewhat discreet about it because you use that information. You may have to go other places and talk to other people based on the evidence of that search warrant. If you've alerted everybody about it, now you've got now you've got other problems. You know, your your investigation may be compromised. So that press release went out the night before, and I don't really know that there was actually ever a need from it. I mean, Vegas police has made a made a, a habit of stonewalling everybody about what they were doing. So why they would put it out now, and then of course, it's, if you believe ABC News, Don, the search was big spotlights and loud noises, and you know it was clearly not a, like you would see when, when you're trying to get a fugitive or something like that, you know, they try to go in stealthy with a tax, tactical team. They go in sure. to surprise somebody to go in. They don't turn on the bright lights and everything like that, and they use a bullhorn and say, come out, this is the place, come out. They don't do that. Okay, that's like Hollywood. So immediately, uh, my suspicious brain goes to the fact of why all of the noise about it now. And then, like I said, it, they, it, it would probably take 30 days at least to get the paperwork done for the grand jury if they find anything. Like, you know, let's say they found something. And maybe it's a picture of Keith Davis holding Orlando Anderson's hand or something. I don't know. Especially one that's not already in his book, right? So what you're saying in not so many words, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that this might be a preemptive media tactic by the Vegas PD to make some noise now, say, hey, we're still looking at this case, we're still working at this, look, you know, looking into this, blah, 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 but it might be an empty vessel and nothing's behind it. I think that's, I think if you look at the timing of it, I would say at minimum that's suspect. There was one other thing that kind of popped in my mind when you were saying that, you know, evidence that you collect in a search warrant can serve one of two purposes, Don. It can either indict somebody or it can uh, be exculpatory, okay? If, you know, if, if Keith Davis, if they they interviewed Keith Davis in 2009, clearly they didn't bite back then. But if they're getting pressure from LAPD, Greg Kading's partner is still on the LAPD, if they're getting pressure on the back channels to do something about it, and to your point about, you know, making a preemptive, you know, preemptive move here, you know, one of the things that they could be doing is they could be going in there to just prove once and for all that Keith Davis is a liar, that he, you know, that the information, there's no information to evidence to prove what he said about any of it, okay? Now, that might be kind of a stretch, even admittedly as I say that, because, again, one of the things that we learned from the Vegas PD files was that the white Cadillac 
may indeed have been recovered by the Vegas police. And if that's the case, then they follow kind of standard procedures, they would comb for hair and fiber and fingerprints. Uh, if that's the case and they did that, they may very well know whether or not Keith Davis was in the car. So if you have that information, then why in the world would you need to have a search warrant? You know, what, what more are you looking for? There, pictures, documents, everything they're talking about makes, you know, zero sense uh, in, in the big picture. So, yeah, I think it's simply a, it's two months till the anniversary, and I don't know if, there, if there's a significant number anniversary. So I'm, I'm bad at math as you are. 1996 to 2023, and so I think that's 17 years. Um, so there's not really like the 20th anniversary. I think when Tupac got a star on Hollywood Boulevard, I think that ramped up a lot of PR pressure on Vegas. Uh, I think that maybe they're looking to just, like you said, just bury it and be done with it and say, you know what, we're going to close the case. We have enough evidence from Keith Davis that says Orlando Anderson did it. We think that's the guy. Good night. You know, thanks for playing. Well, here's what I want to do. Um, I wanted to do this initial uh, call with you to get, you know, your your initial thoughts. I'm sure the reverberations of this in the community of people who are tracking this and also the community of people who possibly were involved, and, and that goes to someone like Reggie Wright Jr., who I'm sure has already been on his platforms talking about this. So what I want to do um, probably tomorrow is get back on with you and see, well, what is someone like Reggie Wright Jr. saying about this, right? Because he is someone who was there in Vegas. Um, sure. And there, there's only a, a number of people who continue to keep talking about this for personal gain, for clicks, for notoriety, whatever it is. and that's what also makes this interesting is you have this Greek chorus of people who, when things happen or don't happen, continue to keep these storylines alive by the interviews they do. Um, so what I want to do tomorrow is get your reaction to what the Greek chorus is saying around this. I would like to also call and make a few phone calls to people get some reactions so that we can keep tracking this. Because if there is a grand jury, this will get even more interesting as the weeks go on here. So I want to make sure we're tracking this um, from different angles of it and keeping up to date with what everyone is saying. And I'm sure you'll also have other conversations with people and get more information. And what I then want to do is touch on these new Vegas PD um, files that you have recently uh, come in contact with, and I want to start that telling that story, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. You know, um, one one last thing, too, that, that I think bears a little bit of information here is that there is an arrest warrant out for Keith Davis, uh, as we speak, um, for unpaid, it looks like an unpaid fine of $820, uh, the active warrant list was issued by the uh, city of Henderson, Nevada, uh, out for him for not paying a fine. So I think that if if he had been there at the house at the time the search warrant was then and he had been there because there was an active warrant for his arrest, 
you'd have heard that Keith Davis had been arrested. So, uh, so I don't think he was home when that when that search warrant went down, or he was at the house. It wasn't his house. It was a, an associate of his. And then the other the, the only other thing is that is that yeah, uh, we'll talk more about Reggie and we'll talk more about you know the the speculation that was pretty rampant. Um, but you know it when you say it was PPD you got a 50-50 shot. It either it is or it isn't. So, you know, you roll the dice, you say it is, and if you're not, then, 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 you know, if you're right, you look like a genius. If you're wrong, then nobody really cares. But, yeah, sure. let's talk more uh, tomorrow. Let's catch up on it. I love the Greek course. That's the perfect way of talking about it, Don. Thanks, RJ. Have a good day. No problem. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye.